Hi, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to City of Hope Church. This is Pastor Heather. I'd like to welcome you tonight for our evening devotional. Um, Tonight, we are going to um, talk about a story from the book of John. This devotional is going to be titled, Jesus' First Miracle. We can find the story in John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. And I'm going to read a couple of verses, and then I'll have a point, and then a little discussion from each verse, and we'll kind of go down that way. So let's start in verse 1 through 4. Scripture says, On the third day there was a wedding at Cana at Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. When the wine was all gone, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no more wine. Jesus said to her, Dear woman, what is that to you and me? My time has not yet come. So the first point, Jesus was invited to a wedding. You know, we think the time of year that we're in right now, in the spring season, Uh, There's usually a lot of weddings in the spring. You know, it's beautiful. Everything is budding and and blooming, and you're in the Easter season. I mean, this is a beautiful time to get married. Weddings are a time of celebration. It is the union of a husband and a wife becoming one. This is also the symbolism of Christ and the church. I really want everyone to see that. He's at a wedding. The symbolism is he is the bridegroom. This is the symbolism of Christ and the church. Here would be an example from scripture. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church, which is his wife, and gave himself up for her. Jesus' mother told him that they had run out of wine for the celebration. They were at, I guess you could say like a banquet, you know, after a couple gets married. Typically, most people will have some type of um, celebration or a banquet afterwards with food and usually there's music and a cake and all that. And it's always a big celebration for family and friends and, and all of that. It's a time to come together to celebrate the bride and the groom. But at this particular wedding, they had run out of wine. So Jesus told his mother that his time had not been revealed yet. And so basically what he was saying is no one really officially knew that he was the Messiah yet. But that was just a yet. It made me think about in the Old Testament, in the book of Ecclesiastes 3.1, it says, There is a season for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. So there was an appointed time that Jesus was going to reveal himself, and it just hadn't happened yet. But as the story unfolds, we're going to see that it's going to happen. So let's go to verse 5. Verse 5 says, His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. So the second point is, Whatever Jesus says to you, do it. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. 
if we would take to heart everything the Lord tries to speak to us, it is up to us whether we will listen or not. He reveals things to us, and He wants a relationship with us. If you hear the Lord speaking to you, don't close your heart or your mind to Him. Keep it open, and whatever He says to you, do it. That's the key. Let's look at verse 6 and 7. The, the story, as it goes on, says, Now there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification, which was a form of ceremonial washing. They were at a wedding containing 20 or 30 gallons each. And Jesus said to the servants, fill the water pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim all the way to the top. So here's our third point. Jesus will fill us up also. What do I mean by this? The six water pots were for guests to clean their hands. It was, like I said, a, back in that time, it was a ceremonial type of thing to, to clean their hands, almost like as if you would wash your hands before eating dinner or something like that. It was a Jewish practice or a Jewish custom or tradition that they did back then. What I also want you to see is the number six. There were six water pots. Number six in the Bible always represents man. There is something, <clears throat> excuse me, that's called the law of first mention. And what that means is the very first time that you read of something in the Bible, generally or typically, it will carry the same theme throughout the entirety of the Bible. So the very first reference that we see the number six comes up in Genesis. Um, let me see if I wrote that down. Yeah, Genesis one twenty six, which is day six of creation. And what did God create on day six? He created man. So number six is always in association to man. Well, where am I going with that? How is man related to water pots? The water pots represent us. If we see the spiritual annotation of the story, they were a vessel that was used to hold water. Well, we are a human vessel that holds water also. It is estimated that the human body is 65% water. So we are a vessel as well. Not only are we made up of water, but this is also a representation of the Holy Spirit. He is symbolized as water also. Scripture says that the servants filled the water pots to the brim, almost all the way to the very top. So Jesus wants to fill us to the fullest with the Holy Spirit. Let's look at verse 8 through 10. Then he said to them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiter of the banquet. So they took it to him, the servants did. And when the head waiter tasted the water, which had turned into wine, not knowing where it came from, he called the bridegroom and said to him, 
everyone else serves his best wine first. And when people have drunk freely of it, then he serves that which is not so good. But you have kept back the good wine until now. So point number four, the best is still yet to come. Let's take a look at wine. Wine represents the Holy Spirit in the Bible. It is the joy of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was saving the best for last. When Jesus left earth, he sent forth the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is who is with us now. This good wine, which represents the Holy Spirit, is for us believers today. Here would be an example. Ephesians 5.18 says, Do not get drunk with wine, for this is evil, but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. So what we see is that the Holy Spirit is a representation of wine in, in a joyful type of way. And he was kept, he was kept back, the Holy Spirit was kept back until Jesus ascended. We know that he is now seated at the right hand of the Father. He lives to forever make intercession for us. And as I said, it's the Holy Spirit who is now with us that fills our hearts with joy. So let's take a look at the last verse before we close out. Verse 11 says, This, the first of his signs, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. So point number five, Jesus will reveal his glory to you. Jesus wants to reveal his true personhood to us so that we will believe in him. Scripture says his disciples believed because of what he did. And if we are called his disciples also, then we shall believe as well. So in conclusion, let me leave you with five points from this story. Jesus invites us, the church, to his wedding. It is called the wedding supper of the Lamb. Two, whatever He should speak to us, we need to listen and obey Him. Three, Jesus wants to fill our earthly vessels with the power of the Holy Spirit. Four, the celebration is coming soon for us to be joined together with Christ. And five, He wants to reveal his majesty, his power, and his glory to us. Let's pray. Well, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray that there might be one person that would be touched by this devotional this this evening for your name's sake. Father, we're in the Easter season, and Lord, we know that this is a very hard time for a lot of people and uh, not being able to get out and, and um, you know, do a lot of things that we would normally do. But Father, we know as the person of the Holy Spirit that you're with us, you're in us, and that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. 
and in our times of loneliness or anything else that may be going on in our lives, Lord, we know that we can depend upon you to be there for us if no one else is. Father God, we just ask that you'll just bless the people um, as we come into the Easter weekend and, um, and just be with them and give them a special blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little devotional for this evening. We would love for you um, to send a message um, into Anchor FM um, at our um, account at City of Hope Church. And, you know, just leave us a comment or a blessing or a question or anything. We would love to hear from you. And uh, we would more so love that, you know, that you would share, uh, share this with other people and uh, bring hope. We need a lot of hope right now, and, uh, you know, sharing it with some other people may bless them as well. So, anyways, hope everyone has a good evening and a blessed week. God bless you. Bye-bye.